Hey, hey, this is Takara, and you are listening to A Letter to My Sister podcast. You are in the right place if you are raised to be a strong, independent woman who didn't have to depend on anybody for anything, but then you realize there were some lessons that you didn't quite get as you were going along the way. We often go through life the best way that we know how, and we don't even realize that there's a better way. So in here, there will be some raw and real conversations surrounding life lessons about the things that we wish that we had known, maybe about self, love, money, and even our careers. So if you're new here, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and I would love for you to leave a rating and review as well. So now that we've got all that out the way, let's chat, sis. Hey, hey, you are listening to episode number eight of A Letter to My Sister podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back each and every week. If you are new here, come on in, have a seat and welcome to the party. Before we get into it, today is Memorial Day. So I do just want to take a brief moment to acknowledge the family members and friends of those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, and that is that they gave their life. So please make sure that if you know someone who has lost a friend, a family member of someone who was in the military, please make sure that you reach out to them today and that you just let them know that you're thinking of them and just keep them in your thoughts and in your prayers today. Today we are continuing on with part two of The Strong Woman. Last week we talked about where we got our ideas of who a strong woman is. And now this week, or for the second half of this, we are talking about how we are redefining what a strong woman is and putting a healthier spin on who the strong woman is and what she represents. So again, I have blogger Neveja Collier with me today of her authentic journey. And you can catch her on Facebook and Instagram by both of those handles. Or you can catch her at www.herauthenticjourney.com. I cannot wait for you all to hear the conclusion of this interview. So let's get into it. We need to get to a place where we are not afraid to show our emotions to other people. And to where people don't think that we can just walk around and be robots. And, you know, even me sometimes, I have felt that, okay, I cannot break down because if I break down, what is everybody else mm-hmm. going to do? Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything else you feel, everything else is going to fall. Yeah. You fall apart, <laughs> so will everything else. Yes. Right. And, um, and, and, you know, the crazy thing, so going back to when my grandmother passed, I actually had a dream before she died, months before she died, that she was going to die. Wow. And I think, um, I think it's because we were so close that the Lord was preparing me to say, okay, I need you to get ready. <laughs> so you're not out here acting crazy. Right. Um, but then on top of that, I also, in the dream, I had a dream that I was going to be the one speaking at her funeral. 
And I said, I know that ain't possible because I'm not going to have the strength to do it. I know I'm not. This is not going to be possible. I'm like, I spoke at my auntie's funeral and I cried like a baby up there. Like, here, just take the mic back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when the day came and she actually ended up passing um, a few days before my birthday, but when that day came and, you know, all of the grandkids got together because we're all super close. We all got together. We all put her obituary together. And somebody was like, well, who's going to be the representation for the grandkids? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, child, I'm not about to say nothing. And everybody at the table looked at me like, Sakara, <laughs> you got this? I think you can do it. You're the one. And I was like, okay, there's the dream. Mm-hmm. And the day that... um you know, we had our funeral. I went up there and su- to my surprise, I made it through that entire thing. And I was like, oh, oh, God bless. <laughs> God bless. Mm-hmm. But even throughout that whole entire thing, I was like, I can't break down. I can't break down. I can't break down. I don't want to be a mess. And then even when the same thing happened to... um even when when my my mother's sister, my aunt passed, I drove my mom, you know, so that we could go and, you know, be with the family and see what was going on. I don't remember her crying. I didn't cry either. <laughs> but again, so now we've got two strong women. I'm mm-hmm. looking at her. She looking at me. I don't want to break down. She probably don't want to break down either. She, you know, she's too busy handling the arrangements. So she's trying to be strong for the family. I'm trying to be strong for her. And I'm like, well, I can't be around here looking a mess and crying all behind her. Cause then mm-hmm. how is she gonna? So it's like it's it's almost like this big um like an avalanche effect. And it's to where and and I don't I don't have kids yet. I still want some, but I don't have any <laughs> kids yet. But I do realize that this is something that I have to work on that I have to learn to be more vulnerable with people and more open and not try to take on the world by myself and say, oh, girl, you got it. Oh, girl, you got it. Or look myself in the mirror and be like, girl, you know you got this. But just to say, hey, I need help. Right. And I I don't even know. I don't even know, honestly. If that's even in my vocabulary for me to say, I need help. Yes, that's very hard. I share that. That is very, very hard. Although I have gotten to the point, you know, working through and finding out who I am in the, to the core, um, I am becoming okay with how I feel and communicating that. Um, I am finding the people around me who are used to me being the strong one, um, you know, I get a little side eye or a pause, maybe <laughs> a confusion. I don't know, but I know prior to that, I, like you said, I would keep it to myself because I know that if I say I'm worried or if I say I can't handle it, everyone else is going to, you know, fall apart with me. Um, so I'm learning to be okay with how I feel and okay with what I need in the moment and learning to communicate that. Um, but the, I need help. 
Yes, I struggle with that. I am still <laughs> working on that part. Um, but I, I mean, the saying, you know, I can't handle it right now or I need time is very big for me. I need rest. That's very big for me to be able to communicate that because I will go and go do everything in order so that when I rest, I can actually rest, not resting. Well, what I thought was resting in the whole time, I'm thinking of what needs to be done, what should be done. I'm worried about if so-and-so did that or so-and-so mm-hmm. might need, um, I'm learning it's slowly coming to, and I'm learning to just say, I did what I can do in the moment. I did what was important for right now and today. Now I need my rest. And that's, that's really, really big for me. Really big, really big. (laughs) So I'm happy about that. I think that's crucial because number one, where did we get this notion? Where did we get this idea that if I break down, everybody else is going to break down and that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not even mm-hmm. a bad thing because everyone needs to get their emotions out. And so if I'm not breaking down and nobody else wants to break down, mm-hmm. I'm keeping my emotions in. So everybody else is keeping their emotions right. in. Right. Now we got a whole family full of people that are hurting on the inside that has not let any of these emotions out. And then we start to wonder, well, why are they, why are they drinking more? Right. Why are they eating more? Why are they sleeping more? Mm -hmm. Well, because now we've all held in these emotions that nobody wants to let out that we are holding on to for dear life, but we know that at some point it's eventually going to come out some Some way. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some way or another. Mm -hmm. And the analogy that somebody gave me was a stuffed animal. Cause I, I found out a few years ago, apparently I'm a stuffer. (laughs) (laughs) So they gave me the analogy of a stuffed animal and they say, say you're putting the filling into this stuffed animal. You're putting it in, you're putting it in, you're putting it in. Eventually, it's going to get to a point where you're going to put so much filling in that it's all going to come spilling out because you've overstuffed it and you've put way too much in there. Right. And then I was like, oh. Oh, yes. I'm definitely a stuffer then. <laughs> I'm definitely a stuffer. <laughs> so I was mm-hmm. like, well, how do I stop stuffing? This this is this is what I know. You, mm-hmm. you keep it in or when you don't learn how to properly communicate because I know that sometimes my tongue can be a little sharp and it can be sharp to those I'm closest to. Mm -hmm. And I realize, look, you really need to watch your words and how you speak to people because you know it can be damaging if you're not careful Mm -hmm. with what you say. Mm -hmm. And instead of me pausing to try to find the correct words that's laced with some love, some grace, some mercy, and some empathy, I just didn't say anything at all and just started stuffing more things in Mm -hmm. and then stuffing more things in. And then now all of a sudden, 
<laughs> you're having an argument with your significant other and stuff from three months ago comes up mm-hmm. because now all this stuff is right. just flying out everywhere because now I can't right. stuff nothing else down no more. Right. Right. And most of the time it's your part of it is probably holding it in because you're trying to save the other person feelings. Mm-hmm. You try, they're not ready for it. Um, that's that strong. You're thinking about, the other person more <laughs> thinking about yourself. There is a way to communicate, of course, but I do know for myself, I did keep quiet because I didn't feel someone could handle it or they would break down or just thinking of the other person before I thought about what I needed to get out or what, you know, um, whereas I don't believe as far as being the strong one, I think people forget that we, do have feelings i wanted to talk about that too yeah (laughs) yeah. we kind of they think that we're just you know numb to all feelings um we don't care about things i've heard that a lot Uh, Mm -hmm. you know you don't really care you're tough you know you really don't it doesn't really get to you yeah i've heard that I think it's time that we let everyone know that we do have feelings. Yes, we do have feelings. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, again, it's like we have to say that, though. Like, you know, what you said, what you said to me the other day really hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. But to me, it almost goes back to the I need help. (laughs) I don't want to come off as being weak. I don't want to come off as being vulnerable. Right. So I I bet you I won't tell you that you hurt mm-hmm. my feelings. I mm-hmm. bet you I won't do that. Mm-hmm. I'ma I'ma keep it in. <laughs> I might write it in my little journal and that's where it's gonna be at. Right. Right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, this strong woman. I, I definitely think that it's something that we have to unpack. And continue having conversations about, and not that there's, you know, of course there is absolutely nothing wrong with being strong, but I think we need to add in those other factors. We need to Mm -hmm. add in that strong also, yeah, we know inherently you are a resilient person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We know that you can make it through some tough situations, but also we need to add that loving component in there and we need to add that vulnerability component too. Because to me, there's nothing stronger than a person who is wide open and will allow you to come into their life or even hurt their feelings Mm -hmm. (laughs) or even have the potential to be able to hurt them and still let them in, into your life, into your circle, into your, Mm -hmm. into your, your intimate space to be able to have that intimate kind of connection that you need to have with people. For me, I think there's nothing stronger than that. It's very easy to put up a wall and not let people in, but I think it's even harder to drop the wall mm-hmm. and let people in knowing that there is a possibility that they could end up hurting you at some point. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. I learned that myself that strong is letting yourself feel letting yourself go through it letting yourself cry if you need to letting yourself go through the emotions to get on the other side of it what is that called if strong is is holding it in if strong is toughening things out getting through it not letting yourself crack 
dealing with it, healing. What is that? What do we call that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm thinking that's what strong is, is healing yeah. and um, repairing and dealing and being able to express and touch in those emotions and let out things that need to be let out propped in the proper way, of course, but yes, of course. <laughs> um, I believe that's what strength is. I believe that's what strength is. It's not holding and hoarding your feelings and um, choosing to continue to live in those past pains and traumas and limited beliefs or whatever. That's not what strong is. I, I just think that we need to learn that. We need to see it more. We need to learn that it is okay to feel. It is okay to receive support. That we need support as well. <laughs> um, yeah. The idea of you got it, you're strong, or it needs to follow with support. Not just be, go, you got it, you're strong, you can deal with it. That person may need some help. You know, because when what happens when she's not that strong anymore? What happens when mm -hmm. she's given from an empty cup? What happens then? You know, if we're not yeah. able or allowed to communicate and feel around people, when we get to that empty point, what are we to do? How do we ask? You know, that's where where I feel I'm having trouble with asking for help because it's how do you ask? <laughs> how do you ask? And you know, not everyone is looking, oh, what's going on with her? Or is she all right? Right. This, you know, this is new. You know, without <laughs> not feeling, you know, judged or yeah. This yeah. being yeah. strong. <laughs> being strong is just it's a it's a topic. It's a topic. <laughs> it is. It is. Being strong yes. is played yes. out. Yes, well, yes. well, well, no. What we've just done, we have come up with a new definition. <laughs> That's what we've done. Mm -hmm. We've come up with a new definition of what being strong is. Mm -hmm. So we have said that strong means that we're not closed off. We're actually open. We're feeling all the feelings. We're feeling everything that there is to feel. We're showing all sides, not just the tough side, mm -hmm. but the softer side as well. What else did we say strong? Strong is saying that we need help. Mm -hmm. And yeah, well, basically just being in tune enough to let the words right. come out of our mouth <laughs> right. to say, I need help. Mm -hmm. But then also for the person that is supporting the strong friend, mm -hmm. To actually hear what they're saying and not just say, oh, you're strong. You got it. Right. Never to be heard from again. And then they wonder why you fell off the face of the earth. Right. Right. And we're so caught up in it that sometimes we don't realize. Um, we think that's just how life is, how it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, it, I, it took a very long time for me to figure out that I did not have to be that way. That I was struggling trying to figure out, you know, there's something missing. There's something wrong. I'm not, you know, it's really heavy and, and hard to to live in that way. Um, but when it's the only way that you know, 
that's the only way that you know. So mm-hmm. you think you're supposed to be uh, satisfied. And I found myself not being happy or satisfied with how things were. And I was, I felt kind of guilty for feeling in that, feeling that way. Because, you know, we all go through things and, you know, you know, I've made it through. I've accomplished things. I have things. I have people that love me. You know, I'm alive still. I have a lot to be grateful for. But that empty feeling and the feeling of, you know, you want more and that this this is not the way I see my life. We have to be okay with that, that it is okay to want more. It is okay. No, you should not live a life that's not fulfilling to you, that is not authentic to you. But like I said, when you're in the survival mode, it's hard to see that. It's hard to see that. So I think that this podcast and everyone who is speaking on the strong woman, I think it's it's very important so that we can catch, you know, these women so they don't have to go as far as we have. Um, so they don't have to have that moment that I felt where I had to choose to live or die. I feel it's very necessary to bring the woman along with us. (laughs) We don't have to be stuck in that place alone. Miserable. (laughs) It is life with, it is life within you. It's there. It is there. But um, sometimes you just need to, you know, remove yourself, slow down, quiet the noise and just get to know who you are today. Not who you've had to be along the way, but who you are today and who you want to be and where you want to be. That is my goal. <laughs> That's what I want <laughs> for the other women out there. That's what I want for them to be true to who they are and not who they had to be all this time. True to who they are. Now that. That's a whole word. (laughs) It's a whole word by yourself. Be true to who you are. So tell me, since you have been on this journey, I don't know how long, but it sounds like a few years. (laughs) So for the amount of time that you have been on this journey, what does life look like for you now that you have started to redefine what strong looks like. I am surrounding myself and setting up my day. Every day I wake up with intentions. (laughs) I make sure I set up my day in the way I need it to be. I make sure that um, things and the people around me align with who I am and where I want to go. I found myself just sticking to what I've always done and thought that I was, you know, being real, (laughs) as we would say, (laughs) you know, I'm being real. This is who I am. This is who I am. Um, I was caught in that for a while, but as I'm going on this journey, I'm focusing more, like I said, on who I am today, who I want to become and where I want to be. And I just find things just aligned as I'm going on this journey. It's just, Amazing to see how the people and the things just align perfectly. It's like divinely (laughs) happening. (laughs) I am basically creating the life that I would want to wake up to every day. It is a process, of course, but 
that is my focus. I'm creating a life that I don't mind and I can't wait to wake up to every day, which includes me being intentional. It also um, includes me shifting a lot of my habits, shifting my language, shifting things that no longer serve me anymore. I just recently realized that <laughs> I went through a moment of, I say that I'm gre- I would grieve my old self because when you live away for so long, you know, and you know, you, you make changes and, and it's working out great. Um, I'm, I'm feeling more positive every day. My days are a lot are lighter. It's not so heavy. My shoulders are not so stiff and my chest isn't so like I, every day is lighter and lighter. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this thing I thought would never happen. I didn't think it was possible, I should say. I didn't foresee that. I thought that the heaviness and the worry and the anxiety and the the long list of things to do was my life and that's just how it had to be. And I, it's just about me getting used to it. I'm learning that it is possible. Like I can feel lighter. I can breathe. I feel like I'm finally breathing <laughs> to keep it simple. That's exactly how it feels. I'm finally <laughs> breathing each day. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I'm being true to me, to my authentic self, not to who I've had to be. And I'm learning. I'm learning myself as I go. I'm just having fun in the middle of it. And I chose to share that with everyone. Just because, I, like I said, I want that. I want that for every woman out there. I want for anyone who is struggling and is caught up in that survival mode. I think it's important that I share this journey. The good, the bad, the hard times, the good times. <laughs> like I said, the things I learn, the things I unlearn. I think it's, I think it's all, it's important. I think it's important. Yeah. So I just took two key points away from what you just said. Number one, I find it amazing that the way that you said you're living your life now and the description that you gave of it goes right back to the description that you said you had in the very beginning about driving in the car mm-hmm. and being free mm-hmm. and the wind blowing <laughs> and you just feel like like you literally went all the way back to the very beginning and got mm-hmm. that feeling mm-hmm. of this life that you want. But then not only that, taking people along the journey, like a lot of times for whatever reason, upbringing, whatever it is, we're very quiet about the things that we go through and about the life that we live. But if you can take somebody on the journey with you, I think that offers so much more value because they see you when you're up, they see you when you're down, they see you when you come back up instead of like people coming back years later and Mm -hmm. saying, well, this is where I was 10 years ago. Listen, I don't remember no fine details from 10 years ago, but I do remember some fine details from last week. So if I can take you from last week and everything that I went through, if you just so happen to come across the same issues that I had, the same feelings that I had, my feelings would be raw in that moment. And so then you would feel like I was mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. with you 
taking you through the journey. And I do think that's so important that we do that so that as people listen, as people come across your blog, as people come across this podcast, they can say, well, let me redefine what strong Mm -hmm. looks like for me and let me follow Mm -hmm. Nebeja, let me follow Takara, let me follow these other people to see exactly how they did it, how they started, and then whose journey Mm -hmm. I can take what from so that I can get for me. I agree. Yes. So I think that's very powerful. This has been an excellent conversation. Is there any other last key points, anything you want to add? Yes. I believe that every woman should be able to create a life that they want. I believe that fulfillment is found within you, within who you really are. I want the strong woman to know that they are not alone, that we are here (laughs) with them. Um, I also wanted to say that I appreciate you having this podcast. It is needed. The conversation, like I said, the conversation (laughs) is very important. I think sometimes the strong women are forgotten or overlooked. So I want to thank you for doing what you're doing, (laughs) serving and pouring into the woman like you are. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate you for contributing to your story and where can the people find you? Where can they find your blog? What are your social media handles? Where can we just follow up with <laughs> Nevasia? You can find my blog, Her Authentic Journey, is www.herauthenticjourney.com. On social media, I am Her Authentic Journey on both IG and Facebook. All right. Fantastic. So Nevesia, again, thank you so much for joining me today. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Loki, I think we might need to come back for a part two. I, I agree, <laughs> sis. I agree. <laughs> come back for a part two um, about this strong woman. But again, thank you so much. Again, feel free to follow her. I will have all of her information in the show notes. And I hope that you all got some value from this today. And if you did, please be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any other episodes. And until next time, bye.